Welcome to Regeneration Studio. I'm Katerina and this is another journey where business and art intersect and transform individuals and communities. Our lives are works of art. And an artwork is never born complete. There are different stages to its final formation and in reality it could go on evolving infinitely. Our lives are continually developing as we grow older. And if we approach each stage with the idea of sculpting and refining what is already there, we are in the process of creating something of a masterpiece. And it is this masterpiece phase of our lives, in other words, old age, which is the focus of this episode. As a society, we dread aging and especially fear this final stage. Whereas children still have a future ahead of them, Older people have limited time, and even though they might have entered the masterpiece phase of their lives, they're often no longer active pieces in society. They are now in the galleries, so to speak, and younger generations tend to forget about them. We tend to forget that they are just as human as we are, with just as many emotions as us, with daily needs and a desire for support and companionship in the same way we do. My guest in this episode is Debbie Brown, who has been involved with the charity Supportive, an essential care provider for the community in County Durham. She is the interim home care manager, and we will, of course, be discussing the challenges of growing old and the critical role of care providers in society. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Well, you've already said my name, so I'm Debbie Brown, and I'm an extremely proud lady mm -hmm. to be the longest member of staff that has worked for Supportive. Having been with the organisation for a whole 25 years and eight months, not that that's a long time, <laughs> um, I can honestly say that working here is addictive. I, I'm almost 62 and I don't wish to retire soon. Part one, the meaning of support in communities. Support can mean a number of things. The provision of life necessities, holding someone up, providing food and water to sustain life, giving approval, comfort and encouragement, taking an active interest in the success of someone else. Now, Debbie has described her work as addictive and that she, she doesn't want to retire. Now tell us, as a charitable organisation aiming to support people in the County Durham and the North East, what does support mean to you? Support, um, I think it's about, well providing support to people is about helping individuals into in achieving a better quality of life in some form and providing care services in the most person-centred way, respecting each and every individual with the greatest dignity. Support can mean many different things, I believe, depending on each person's need, because we, we're great believers here of individuality. Each person's wishes and needs aren't the same. The support that I choose or need would be very different to yours, and that's about the individuality of everybody really and that, that that's key I think with 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 support yes you know, we're not all the same and we don't not, all need the same no, absolutely. amounts of certain certain things like for example companionship or getting help with maybe something like shopping or something yeah. like that yeah. yeah and I think people's choices matter so much you know as well as needs I think the choices are so very important it's yes. kind of um quite deep really I think it's you know it's not just about delivering that care mm -hmm. it's about how people would like that delivered to them yes which is of course very important for each of us because we don't like it being is. told how we're going mm. to be taken care of or how we're going to live our lives for that matter mm. so certain groups in our communities need higher levels of support than others for example children people who suffer from perhaps severe health conditions physical or mental impairments the elderly as well Without a certain degree of support, these groups are unable to provide for themselves, which robs them from a chance to live a full and active life, as you have already touched on. 
And of course, the more individualized the support is, the better. Now, you as an organization supportive focus on providing quality care for the elderly. What were the circumstances that led to the founding of Supportive? Um, it, you've been here 25 well, I years, know. so I take it you know, <laughs> or you can remember some of it. Yeah, I can remember little bits of it, yes, because I've, I've been here basically really almost from the beginning, mm -hmm. apart from just a few months. I suppose really we were a bit of a spin-off from the local authorities, so from Durham County okay. Council. Um, at the time, I can remember that we received some funding from a development officer um, who worked for the local authority and this funding was to set up an organisation to support the local community with um, services such as volunteer drivers to take people to places and a home care service. Durham County Council service was expensive at the time and we were the, the funding was given to us to try and deliver a quality service at a cheaper value for money type rate so was so, it more than one organization that got set up no it, or was it was, it was just, just a single us, okay us at All the right. time okay. there was only the local authorities at, at one time going back a lot of years that delivered home care and volunteer drivers oh, right. okay i see and so that was an expensive mm -hmm. way of doing things to buy a service from durham county oh, council if right. you like might okay. have been more expensive okay so we would have charged a lower rate mm -hmm. to make, well... Deliver the same kind of service. Or, absolutely, or, yes. the same service, yes. you know, because people that actually worked for the local authorities mm -hmm. came here for jobs. Okay. You know, because I was one of those, actually, you know, oh, okay. in the very beginning. Yeah. So is that your background, then? Have you always worked in care? Well, I worked for Durham County Council... In the beginning, mm -hmm. like when I when I first moved to the north of England, I, I started to work for um, Durham County Council as a carer. Okay. And as other businesses like care care agencies, care businesses, um, started to crop up here and there, Durham County Council did less work, so my hours dropped. Mm -hmm. I I came here to get more hours, so I worked a little bit of both to start with. All right. And then, you know, after some time, which we'll probably come on to later, yes. um, I, I, I came here at sort of full time. So what is your role within the organisation now? I did mention your job title of interim home care manager. And what motivated you to become involved with the charity? Currently, I'm supporting the home care team. Mm -hmm. I suppose I've worked in many roles within the organisation, really. I came here as a home care worker many years ago <laughs> and then just for listeners who might now wonder what is the difference between a home care provider and someone who perhaps works in a care home okay yes well in a care home the people that are in the care home whether if it's a, they live there yes so the care staff go into that building mm -hmm. and they carry out tasks within the care home to support the people that are living there, that are staying in the care home. Yes. People might be in the care home for a length, long length of time or just for short periods. Whereas the care that we provide is domiciliary care, mm -hmm. which is actually caring in the, com in the community, <clears throat> going to people's own homes mm -hmm. yes. and delivering more of a one-to-one -one care service, All right. um, which is rather nice for people because... Sometimes care homes can be a little bit regimental, mm -hmm. whereas when you're at home on your own, you can perhaps choose more when you would like to eat and what, what time you would like to go to bed and things like that. Yes. So, okay, so of it's quite nice. Really. So back to your roles within the organisation. <clears throat> okay, so my roles, I came as a care home care worker and then after a very short time, I became um, an assistant home care manager. There was a job that cropped up and I, I went for it. Mm -hmm. Because I fell fell into care sort of um, by, it was a glorious accident, I suppose. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had never done care before I moved to the northeast, and then I, I, I sort of fell into it um, purely by accident, which was fantastic because I've never looked back. But I was soon made in 
um, I got the job for the assistant home care manager. And then very short while after that, I became the home care manager. So I was actually the, the home care manager. And then uh, not long after that, I became the registered manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's much difficult for you um, to understand. Many, many titles in yeah. this. Okay. Um, after 21 years of working in the managerial side, I decided that it was time for somebody else to have a go at this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very Any challenging reason role. Or, okay, challenging yes. role. Mm-hmm. And I think I was getting older and thought maybe I was getting closer to retirement age. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I think I wanted to retire around the age of 60. Now I'm 62 nearly and I, I, I've changed my mind. I don't want to retire. So anyway... Why was, don't you want to retire? Sorry, before you go on. Oh, I don't want to retire because I'm so happy here. I'm happy. Okay, yeah. I, I love what I do. It's addictive. Mm-hmm. Even when you're having a day off, you feel as though you want to go in because you want to know what's going on or you want to catch up with what you were doing. And, you know, there's yes. there's never enough hours in the day or never enough out days in the week. Well, that's, that um, sounds like the ideal job to me. Yeah. 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 And it's... Um, it's a fabulous place to work mm-hmm. it it really is and it is addictive it's the, the only way i can really describe it you know because why do you want to go keep going back into somewhere on your on your day off or keep contacting people when you're not at work and so what would the you, addiction yes. i think if you sorry if it just if you had yeah. to summarize maybe that that element of i want to be there or i want to do that what would you say it is if you had, maybe you had to think the one thing that stands out above all else? Just the whole thing, really. It's just such thing. a lovely... The environment, the people, people. The job itself. Come, yeah, yes. the job. The people that come here always say, it's so lovely here. Okay. You know, I wish I worked here. It's mm-hmm. just the feeling of the place. Yes. It's very family-orientated, although we're not family Mm-hmm. it's kind of we call ourselves the supportive family yes so okay it's well know. to be honest i have met a few of the other um employees here and it is really like that it's a very very comfortable setting you just kind of like feel at ease to yeah. be honest yes yeah. all right and yeah. then and then i um there was a the opportunity arose for me to go into recruitment mm-hmm so I supported with recruitment for four years, which I loved, absolutely loved. I love meeting people. I love meeting new people. I like, you know, to promote yes. us to them. So recruitment yes. really suited my personality and my... Um, and this was now close on your retirement, what you thought was going to be a retirement <laughs> yes. age. Yes, yes. All right. Um, so I really, really enjoyed that. And I did a lot of recruitment for home care workers and um, volunteer drivers as well. And I loved the part, playing the part of the interviews and talking to people and mm. getting them through that initial, you know, yes. that first. The f- I suppose I was the, um, I don't know what it, what it, what, what I would call it really, but, you know, the introduction, if you like, to yes. the organisation. So more recently, early part of this year, January time this year, um, I was asked if I would go and support home care for a f- an interim period. Mm-hmm. So from January this year, I've been acting as a deputy manager for the home care. With the previous experience that I've had, I think I found it, that I could perhaps be useful to people in there. Yes, of course. We had a new manager at the time, a new registered manager. So yeah. I went in to support her and I'm still I'm still still, um, doing, that. still doing that. And we yeah, we're working hard to Okay, so just on this whole story there were a couple of questions that went through my head. Uh first of all, where are you from originally? Brighton. Okay. Well uh, yeah. so all the way from Brighton. Yes. And second question, what is this glorious accident that happened that kind well, of got this, you this into glorious care. accident I don't know is it it's accident's probably the wrong word but when yeah. I moved to the northeast I met a lady that lived just a few doors you know I became sort of friends you know when you move somewhere new and you don't yes. know anybody and she was very very pleasant mm-hmm. um and we chatted and she was expecting a baby 
And she said, wouldn't I like to go into care? Because Mm -hmm. she could have a word with her um, manager and let them know that I I was looking for a job. I was working, but just part time in a very different role. Um, What what role, if you don't mind me asking? I worked at the... I worked at the races, All right. horse racing, yes. which I love. I love horse racing. Yes. You know, I like going to the races. I've not, always wanted to go, to be honest. So I'm not, I've just never gone. I've, yeah. I've always wanted to, but I've never gone. But anyway, yes. If, if I can get a moment, I, you know, I, I love going to the races. Yes. I used to go more often than now. Okay. But I, I love, you know, I don't ride horses or anything like oh, that, right, by the way. Yes. But I just like to go because I think mm-hmm. it's the most wonderful day out Oh really? You know, yeah. Everybody, I've heard that it's, it's from yeah. a few people or now. Absolutely oh, great, great. lovely. So um, I worked there and took bets for people. Okay. Um, on like a ticket issuing machine. Mm-hmm. It was called the Tote. Okay. At the mm-hmm. time, and that was pool betting. And uh, you know, I had some fantastic memories of, of of the job because I I actually served Princess Diana. Oh wow! And I she used to be like my oh, heroine. Yes. As yes. a little girl, I just loved. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> and when she came to me to put a bet on, I could have fainted. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, it was, it was amazing. Oh yeah. It was, All right. Yeah. Lovely. I see. So, so that's where you your background. So that, okay. That was where I worked when right. I lived down south, and then for a little bit when I came mm-hmm. here. Then this lady, I went for this interview, and I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to go for it or not. I was kind of like, it was like. Mm-hmm. It just hap- It just seemed to happen. I went for the interview, got the job, went into care, started to care for um, Durham County Council and worked for them for a few years before I came here yes. and um, topped up my hours that okay. were slightly yes. reduced at the time, which I'd spoken right. about earlier. Yeah, right. I've you... never looked back, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's good to know. I mean... Yeah. Part two. The humanity of old age. Now, the elderly is sometimes one of the most unnoticed and misunderstood groups in society. With our emphasis on building the economy and our fascination with youth, we tend to overlook the fact that older people who perhaps no longer have an active economic role still have a need for an active life, a support structure and security as any other person would. So from the perspective of someone who's worked in care for so long, in what way do we and our needs change as we grow older? I think you will have quite a good idea of this. And as you mentioned, we actually all have different needs. So yeah, I, <laughs> what's well, your thought? I, I could probably tell thoughts? you about my, my changing needs, actually, <laughs> you know, my own personal ones. Yeah. You know, I think... Uh, as we get older, in general, we change mm-hmm. because I suppose it's a natural process. Yes. Unfortunately, we haven't got that little tablet yet that makes us all that stay just young. Makes us stay young and <laughs> full um, of energy. Yeah. You know, but then again, there's another saying that says you're as old as you feel. Exactly. Mm, not an easy question to answer, but I think as we get older, me as a person, you know, everything changes. You know, you come, you become different on the outside mm-hmm. you know you changes wrinkles you you're still the same person inside though yeah. and people can look at you I think as you get older you know as that old lady down the road mm. whereas yeah. I'm still me actually I look I look different but I'm still me and exactly I'm, you know, yes and that's the thing that I think for people who are perhaps still in their 20s or 30s or even 40s, it's it's hard to understand that we are just the, the same person. We, we, we don't actually we change. We don't. Even though on the outside we might look different. Yes. And even on the outside that looking different is not, no. it's not necessarily a bad thing that no. we are always made to Of course think. not. Yes. It's, you know, you yes. can do it gracefully. I think, yeah. um, you know, there's, you get ailments i think mm. you know from a personal from a personal on a personal note i think i'm less confident i have perhaps less copability i mean i'm still what okay you, what do you mean by that i think um you know I, just as an example i would drive anywhere mm-hmm. up until i was probably 40 odd 
you know, yes. 50 even. You know, I've driven from the north of the country down to Brighton. Yes, and back. Well, and I know so that on. journey. I've got family yeah. in Colchester as well. <laughs> I don't feel I could do that right now. Yeah. I'm not confident not by yourself. enough. No, no. I'm not confident enough. Mm. And copability. I think I need to do things um, in a set sort of pattern rather than, you know, many years ago, I would always have a house full. If people were passing, they would call in for breakfast and it was nothing to make something for them. Yes. Now I feel as though I have to have, oh, I have to have it planned. Yes. And I think that's okay. part of the aging process as well. You know, so it's not just about... Do you think you're more about... set in your, in kind of like a routine or something like that? Yeah, I think yes. so. And mm-hmm. I think you, you need to have, a, you have to be careful that you're not actually kind of losing control. I don't know whether that's the right way of putting it but to keep in your keeping everything in a little bit more order because everything seems bigger ah, right everything seems bigger mm-hmm. and more more difficult okay so um, there is an element of like you mentioned not perhaps having that much confidence and because of that you want to keep a tighter hand on things and what's going to happen in the day and so forth. Yeah, yes. I, th- I think so. So it's not just about aches and pains and yes. ailments that, you know, the things that go with older age. Mm-hmm. That extra hair on the chin that's just cropped <laughs> up from nowhere. <laughs> One day I'll find out what that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I suppose it is. You know, it's 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 funny, but you know, age itself can be wonderful as well because well just before we go on i want to tell you that you look great like i've thought already oh, you, you just you. like ooze youth i'm like wow this woman oh, <laughs> no. you see i don't feel like that so that's very okay. isn't it you know it's it's, 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 it's yes yeah, yeah people see you don't they and mm-hmm. um, i feel very you know what will they think of me kind of thing whereas years ago i didn't care mm. you know so yes we shouldn't care we could what actually just doing? be co on talking about this for ages and you can tell me everything I need to expect in a couple of years' time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But so in light of these changes, what does it mean to receive care? Um, and you can feel free to link this back to the services that you offer as supportive. Okay, well, um, receiving care, um, I think it means really for anybody... Um, because of their physical or mental condition requires, you know, perhaps a, a level of care that's suitable to his or her needs, wishes, preferences, um, contributing to their welfare, their comfort. Just mm. for me, for example, you know, mm. a, a simple reassurance for somebody can... can um, yeah, so perhaps just someone, if you wanted to drive down to Brighton, say, having someone to accompany you on that mm. journey that you know is like obviously yeah qualified to do that that would yes. be support for me yes yeah okay so this there are we, we can't we couldn't count could we the, mm-hmm. the amounts of types of support that people yes. that people need or, I, or, or wish mm-hmm. to have of course and then i just have to say because i went onto the website and had a little bit of a look at everything you do offer people and there's a long list there yes and it's quite incredible so you can go into some detail on that if you like yeah okay i would like to say that we could offer anything to anybody really Mm -hmm. you know within reason oh that's Um, true (laughs) apart from (laughs) i mean that anything practically anything yeah and with regards to supporting somebody um we can probably do most things other than any nursing tasks. Okay, there right. Oh, so the medical needs. Yes. That's, okay. Right. So social care mm-hmm. and health care mm-hmm. are quite different, although they go hand in hand. Yes. Because, you know, health care and um, health and social care is now a combination of, you know, because you, you can't always have one without the other. Yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we can't go around in giving injections to people and... Um, you know, taking oh, right. blood and things like oh, that. Oh, okay, more... I see. You need yeah. a qualified nurse to do that. We would. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. But we deliver personal care, preparing and serving of meals, domestic tasks, sitting services, sleepovers. Sleepovers is where we perhaps go and sleep 
in a separate room to somebody that's mm-hmm. that perhaps needs somebody to be there just in case. Yes. And then we yeah. also do like a waking watch type yes. service where we need to be awake with the person all night in mm-hmm. case they need to go Something. to the toilet or need turning or because we do um, offer services to end of life. We do quite okay. a lot of end of life do work. You? Right. Shopping, social time, companionship, internet guidance, um Oh, yeah, there's helping a with reading <laughs> element too, yes. Yeah, you know, helping yeah. people with anything really that they feel they need that support mm-hmm. with. Sometimes it can be very timed and like, okay, so so say we, we get a new care package mm-hmm. from the local authorities and they say, you know, you've got to go to, um, we would like you to go to Mrs. Goodbody four times a day for 30 okay. minutes each visit. Four times a day? Yes. Okay. Morning, lunch, tea and evening. That's right. 30 minutes mm-hmm. each. Yes. Is that how you work, though? Do you have to put time limits to, so, of course? So. Well, we do work to the time limits, yes. but we do offer a private service as well. Okay. So if somebody is getting 30 minutes from the local authorities that's been agreed, you know, because mm-hmm. we are subcontracted by, you know, that's where we, um, we're contracted to, to, to do work for the local authorities um, and for continuing health care, which is um, more end of life work. We do offer um, a private arrangement. So if somebody's getting 30 minutes in the morning, they can pay an extra 15, uh, 30 okay. minutes to, yeah. to have an hour. People out there that perhaps do have a little bit of savings could spend their money mm-hmm. on good quality care to get their lives, to have that better quality of life. Um, yes, well, it what, makes sense. What better way to spend it, really? If you, you know, rather yes. than just be sitting and like and just sitting going and having and a cup of coffee with sitting. your caregiver or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. just the same. Like, I love interacting with people, and like, if ever this is the kind of thing that I would do, like just helping people out and spending time with them, and just even if yeah. I don't know them, even we if do have some jobs going, you know. <laughs> I was just saying because this is why I was like, oh, I, these, this sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, now for someone perhaps like like me um, who actually thinks, well, m- maybe I'll I'd like to try this. This sounds some like something I could do. This sounds like it would might fit my personality. What are the different roles at supportive that you have, and how do these? then ensure that your clients receive the care that they need Mm. well there's many roles we have care workers Mm -hmm. um, that go out and deliver the care provide the care to people and we have relief care workers who cover all the work that other people can't do for whatever reason that's an interesting role so is it well you can explain you'll know (laughs) I don't want to try and explain then you have to Um, explain so that person would generally cover all of the sickness yeah absence holidays and perhaps new work that's coming in that hasn't been fed into a team yet yes and do these people have a regular schedule or are they more on a as an they're usually on a guaranteed hour but okay doing the same work every week oh, right. because so they're varies. actually you know mm-hmm. you, you've got your care worker that has generally has her her routine weekly work yes the so she they looks after continuously okay. so say you've got your care worker and she then gets her schedule for the week or yes so she knows what's going to happen every single day where she has to go and so forth or, or he is it just yeah as many women as men who apply, or is it more... Currently, women? there's more females. Okay. But we right. do employ males. Okay. Right. Yeah. Any other roles? Um, we have volunteer drivers okay. um, that are absolutely fabulous. They use their own time to take okay. people in their own cars All right. to wherever, cars, they, yes. to wherever, okay. wherever they need to go. They, they, they volunteers so they don't so get can paid give time. give an example of maybe a lo- like common locations that are requested? We do a health appointment scheme. Oh, okay. So yeah. we take people to hospital appointments, mm-hmm. doctor's appointments, mm-hmm. dentists, opticians. Okay. We can help people to get to their appointments that don't have family or can't oh, use right. public transport. Mm-hmm. Um, so the volunteer driver um, would take those people to there. We do a lot of school journeys. Okay. Um, so we take a lot of children to places. Oh, you do? Okay. We, yeah. Oh, we right. take, yes. you know, from 
from the age of a few hours to a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's, the it's age a... group that we that we pr- probably take because we've taken okay. you know newborns, um, yes. babies, children. Um, so can I stop you just there, absolutely. just because I don't want to get it wrong? Does the care also extend to young, like children, or is the care mostly for? elderly people well that was the volunteers so this is now the volunteers drivers volunteer drivers okay so it's two separate fairly separate things okay we do um we do look after children young adults and adults oh you do we are we are contracted to provide services for um we don't we don't look after a lot of children yeah um in the main that mostly we've supported the family in looking after the children like say mum's had a, right. a broken bone or something mm. or perhaps... this is more complicated than i thought i was like i've tried to find out everything i could and now, now i'm finding out more great oh well, that's good <laughs> <laughs> at least okay. i'm a little that's... bit informative yes. <laughs> yeah so so yeah we look after all ages um mainly 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 older people okay mainly older people yeah we have senior workers Senior support workers. Mm-hmm. Um, so our senior support workers um, sort of look after. They do a bit of care, and they also um, carry out supervisions and observations on the other carers. A I bit see. more of a senior role. Oh, okay. um, and they go out and they put initial. They go and visit the customer when we get a new customer um, that wants to buy the service or that you know via the, the, the contractual. Um, way they would go and visit the new customer and gather as much information as they can about that person and then um set up a care plan and we do that together really with the customer mm-hmm. so the senior um is responsible for quite a lot of tasks really mm-hmm. um care observations new packages um they do risk us carry out risk assessments in people's own homes as well because yes. clearly once we enter somebody's home it becomes a workplace for our staff um then we have care coordinators those Mm -hmm. are the people that coordinate the care everything to Mm. make sure everybody's in the right place at the right time (laughs) yes that's exactly what i was thinking when i was thinking of the one caregiver having her schedule or his schedule and then now you've got loads of different caregivers so they all need to kind of like it all needs to fit in Yes. somehow and then to provide the the best possible care for everybody yeah so yeah yeah so okay. we, we work from a system um yes. a, a system that kind of helps with that okay um but we, you know we clearly have to make sure that people are in the right time we can't mm-hmm. have people having a, a more a breakfast call at three o'clock in the afternoon no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Evidently also there's not. medication to think yes. about as well because we do support with medication you know people are mm-hmm. having four hourly uh, medication requirements yes then we need to ensure that our staff are attending within that time span so i think mm. the coordinator role is quite hard mm-hmm. you know quite challenging yeah. but very good at the end when, of the week yeah. when it's all everybody's been everywhere okay. everybody's happy and everybody's okay. you know been to the right place at the right time oh, you know it, it can make you smile <laughs> this is fascinating i like yeah so um we are going to do a couple of in-depth looks at these different roles in oh, later yes. episodes so yeah. uh, people can get or listeners can get a, a chance to have a real insight into what each role requires yeah. so with all these different roles and obviously your desire to to keep the quality as high as possible you serve the communities in County Durham with the aim to deliver independence. If you had to summarise what sets you as a care provider apart from other providers, what would you say it is? So if you had to just break it down into three main things. Well, we're a charitable organisation. Can you just stop there and tell us why does that make a difference? Because we're not for profit. Okay. <laughs> and we that don't, means... We're not in it for the money. Okay. So that's... We're in it because we yes. care. Right. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and we're very family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we look at people. We're a people, a people organization, mm-hmm. whether it be our customers 
or our staff, we care about everybody. We care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. But it's great to think that we do all this and we, you know, we don't make profits. Um, sometimes there's been some little bits of fundraising. So we've actually given back to our oh, staff right. and to right. our people we look after. Yeah. We've, um, we've taken some of our customers that are able to museums. We've had afternoon teas here. Um, whether it be for a celebration, you know, for no apparent reason or whether it be a celebration for a royal wedding. Um, We've had um, afternoon tea here and we've managed to get people along for that, you know, using our driving service. Right, I see, yes. Getting some of our people that deliver care, we deliver care to, to come along. Um, We've also, um, we've, we've given out winter warmer packs Mm-hmm. So at Christmas time, we've packed up lots of bags. Some of the staff have got together and spent Saturday morning over bacon sandwiches and packing bags um, with um, tea bags, soups, mm. woolly blankets and I love these kind warmers. of things. They're just like, oh, I love and baking and doing stuff like that for yeah, people. So it yeah. sounds great. We've dished, you know, given, given those out. Um, with some of our funding so we've given Mm -hmm. we try and give back we've also given our volunteer drivers winter packs which have had um, de-icer and scrapers and gloves for their car you know to put in the car so they and salt so that you know so we do spend some of our funds well we spend our funds on putting it back into Mm -hmm. the organization in some form you know, and it's just yeah. people, you know, our senior management team work hard on deciding what we're going okay. to do next. Yeah. So um, you are, you are different. That, that is we are, we yes. are different. We've yes. had it. We've had the COVID, um, you know, to put up with, with f- for the last so many months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been awful for people. We got a welfare team together, which I led. Yeah. And we talked to all of our care staff. Mm-hmm on a number of occasions and our customers to see that they were all okay and was there anything they needed. Um, Our staff um, were given a a, a small bonus a short while ago as a a thank you gesture, which was absolutely, you know, it's just just amazing really. And I think we are very different to other care organisations, but I'm I'm biased. Sounds that way, Debbie. (laughs) Part three, how to live a full and active life. Independence and the ability to live life to the full is something we strive for. And when it is easier to achieve when we are younger, we might even take it for granted. Now we have been talking about living full and active lives, but also how you help other people, both your customers, but also your staff, live full and active lives. What does this mean to you? Living a full and active life? Well, to me, it's about staying healthy, getting exercise, um, staying hydrated, learning to relax and make me- time for me. I think <laughs> very, that's very hard very in today's society so with hard. all the pressure and all the things on the go the whole time. Absolutely. Yes. But so important. Very. I feel. Mm-hmm. And I always think, you know, that um, time to talk is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, I feel that time to talk sessions would be good here. And we've done that during covid with the welfare contact that we've done with many many people and i mean just the mental health crisis that arise because people didn't have that opportunity to talk and to share yeah it was a tremendous and it still is to the the effects are still felt for that yes very very difficult time isn't it very Mm -hmm. you know it's and being able to talk to somebody, I think, is just really so, so important. And it's um, something that we do sometimes take for granted. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without our health, really, um, we can't do all the things that we want to do and would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we do need a bit of money sometimes. <laughs> it helps. It helps. <laughs> to, to lead that, you know, the full and active life. Yeah. You, you, I think you've got to look after yourself to be able to do that. And 
get out there and do all the things you want to do yeah. as much and as often as you can. Yes. And that's not always possible for everybody to do, is it? No, it's not. No, and which then... is very sad, but... Yes, and that's where you, as supportive, come in, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, so we, we can try and maintain that for people. Yes. So if somebody can't go and get their hair done anymore, we can mm-hmm. perhaps take them to the hairdressers using our transport service to get them there. Yeah. Or sometimes our care staff will take um, somebody, you know, out for the afternoon. We take people, you know, we have people that we take and they love their two days that they're going out for their two hour walks. Mm-hmm with our care staff yeah they look forward to so much they're almost ready at nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> is my carer coming yet <laughs> and we can signpost as well but you know offer guidance to to other services as well yes and you know this is such a difficult time you know there's not many group activities going on no so um and and for older people i think you know so have they lost something? Obviously, they've lost something also during this time with group activities being yes. what it is now. Yes, yeah. Well, almost um, impossible. And we have some people, um, actually not right now, but when the proper lockdown was on, um, we had people that couldn't get to the hairdressers oh, and God. couldn't go and get the nails painted, you know. Yeah. Cause... And then they've also lost that kind of... Yeah. excitement and something to look forward to well to be honest it was something for all of us we were like oh no we can't yes. do these things anymore yes yeah okay so on the topic of helping others achieve full and active lives for someone who is now either interested in receiving home care or arranging home care for somebody they know in order to have this these opportunities in life or for someone who's interested in pursuing a career in care in any of the roles that you might have mentioned now, what are the next steps? What should they do? If... Contact us. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> How should they contact you? Contact us. Oh, God. How and, should they contact hurry. you? Yes. What's the best place to go to find more out what it's all about, what they need to do and so forth? Okay. So we've got a very informative website. Right. www w.supportive.org.uk and that can tell you about our home care vacancies our volunteer opportunities patient transport vacancies and it can also tell you a little bit about us if you're wanting to purchase some Mm -hmm. care or you know have some care and now a question on the financial side of things for someone who are there schemes for people who might want to purchase it but they can't afford it or is it kind of like just a well that's how it is and we can we can refer them to a social worker because you know some sometimes the information isn't out there Mm. and people you know i've I've heard people say before well i didn't know i could get care i didn't know what it was you know exactly Mm -hmm. and so we can refer people to social services who can then go out and assess Um, them okay and they would get a financial assessment and they might get their care subsidized a little bit all right i see but then there's other people that perhaps don't want people to go into that into their financial um so they would prefer to purchase the care you know directly privately and then um if somebody you can ring any of our team on um zero one seven four zero six five double eight double nine and a member of the team you know from any department really would would help yes and by the sounds of it everyone's going to be very helpful yes 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 and we're all you know we can we're expanding all the time so we're continuously looking for staff we're continuously looking for volunteers but at the moment you're just focusing on county durham county durham at the moment for um for our care staff Yes. yes okay and then are you on social media at all? Can people we find are. you there? Okay. Social media, um Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, um, all the, the normal platforms. Yes. Yes. Okay. As far great. as I'm aware, I know we're on two or three or four of yes. them. Yeah. I think it's 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 <laughs> the age I'll, thing. I'll you include know. all the links in the show notes for any listeners <laughs> who are interested. And now just to finish up our discussion. And we have mentioned COVID-19, but it has also in general brought our attention to the vulnerable groups in society. 
should we encourage a more comprehensive understanding of aging and what this part of the life cycle is like? So kind of not making it a scary thing, but making it something to look forward to in a way. Yeah. Because it is, it's, it's that masterpiece moment of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The glorious moment. Yes. yes. Um, well, I think, you know, we, 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 we often group people, don't we? Yes. And older people are in, we love it. in this group, if you like. I think we should be encouraging people to be treated as an in, in individual rather than this group. You know, it's very, um, we've all been young. I was very naughty when I was young and um, me and my friends, because we played out a lot in those days. Yes. There's no technology or anything. Oh, um, the good old days. And, yeah. <laughs> and of course, um, you know, we used to tie, tie cotton mm -hmm. to this gentleman's um, letterbox because he was old. Oh, yeah. And go down pull the cotton reel stand behind the bushes and pull the cotton so that his door knocker would move oh, and he see. would come to the door oh. and look and nobody would be there yeah. Yeah. what an awful thing to do mm. isn't it but you had no idea did you but then you know yeah he was that that old man mm -hmm. now what i think would be great if is if children were taught more about the aging process and were able to meet children and teenagers if they mixed with older people wouldn't it be just great wouldn't yes, it be a, great a more if, if if rather than a yeah. child or a teenager saying that old man down the road yeah. wouldn't it be great if that person said oh yeah bill my mate mm -hmm. he's my pal yes there is this big divide isn't there there is and how do we get yes. to you know and it, it's it's a positive thing that the the, the COVID nineteen has brought the older people into the into light into basically the, into the limelight. Yes. In, but not positive. You know. Yeah, see, that's for want the thing. of a better phrase. That's the thing. It, it's. But it does make us think, think about it. Absolutely. That yes, yes we are going to get now. We're we're perhaps not in that group, but later on yes. we are going to be in that group. Yes. And then what? I mean, I've got parents who who do who are they're they're relatively old, and uh -huh. so it's they've really really now told me, well, this is where we at, and we 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 are fearing yeah. for our lives, and yeah, it's it's that we need to think about it. It's you're not going to be exempt from getting no. old. No, <laughs> and you're, you're not. No, it, there's no, no point therefore in treating yeah. them differently. Yeah. Yeah. And I think older people have so much to offer. Mm -hmm. I really do. And you know, I, they can I believe talk that. And they, they've got yeah. so much to offer. The masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, that's the masterpiece. Yeah. Yes. Really, mm. yeah. Well, yes. any last thoughts you want to share on how perhaps we can change our thoughts on old age or just in general on the conversation we had because it was absolutely fabulous thank you Je uh, oh, Debbie. thank you thank you so much it's been it's been a pleasure actually yeah, yeah. I, I um, yeah we could probably sit all day i know it feels and, that and way talk, doesn't it yeah and put the yeah. world to rights <laughs> no I, I don't think i've got anything to add you know right i yes. probably will think of something yes. when you're mm -hmm. when you've left <laughs> There's always something else, isn't there? Well, thank you again for joining me. And before we go, I do have a few quick questions for okay. you. Okay. These are just nice, light, quick fire questions. So one answer, or you can even just tell me I have no idea. So what is the most recent film series you watched, podcast you listened to, or book you read? Now, the most recent film I watched was actually the Actually, this gone week we've watched a lot of TV lately due to the yeah. not being able to do you know go go very far. Yeah. But I watched Rocket Man. I went to the cinema oh, to see it, now, oh. but I watched it again at home because you I, did. Yeah, you were very very lucky because this was probably the last time I did go to the cinema before all of these things happened. Yeah, and guess what? The cinema was booked out. Amazing! I don't know if that's ever going to happen really? again. And I I went to watch this particular film with a friend, and we couldn't get seats. You, this is going to be the memories that we're going to be like, wow, there was a time like that, cinema yes, being booked out. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So, so Rocket Man. Yeah. Yes, I watched that for the second time because it's a feel-good film, although mm. it's got some sad bits in and emotional bits. And yeah, um, but yeah, I, I like the music. You know, I like I quite oh. like musicals. Oh, so yes. you know, and I think Elton John is very, yeah, very very talented and of course. yeah, interesting figure. Absolutely, yes. Now, tell us about the biggest challenge in your life, and this is referring to a personal challenge. Okay, I think my biggest challenge, there's probably been a few, but I think my biggest challenge was fighting cancer oh, and getting okay. through it, coming out the other wow. end. Yeah. That was 16 years ago. And here I am. Yes, and I said, you yeah. oozing youth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good advert for wow. anybody that needs to stay positive oh, if they're unwell. Um, because I, yeah. I, that's what I did all through my illness. Yeah. Um, but I won't go into detail, okay. but I, I think that was my, you, you, my yeah. big fight mm. and my big... I can um, imagine. Yeah, my challenge. And what is your favourite travel destination? Now, I know... At the moment, we're not traveling much, but what is your destination if you had to, if in a dream world, where can, where would you go now? <laughs> Anywhere that's hot with a beach. Oh, wow. That's beautiful exactly beaches. <laughs> um, nice walks. Yes. Because when I holiday, when I go on vacation, I like to totally switch off and chill out. Oh, I'm of the and same mindset. <laughs> just, I love the sunshine. So if you had to um, just pick a country like that now, at the top of your head. If I could pick one right this moment at the t off the top of my head, I think I might go to a nice Greek island. I'd love to go to Greek. Yeah. Greece, ah, yeah. <laughs> Greek. Yeah, yes, lovely food. <laughs> I know, Lovely That's people, <laughs> Love nice beaches, food. yes, nice little right. boat trips. And oh, it's can, very, very relaxed We there. can dream, we can dream. I think if I could go there right yes. now, I, I, I'd like yeah. that. <laughs> And then last question, what advice would you give to someone wishing to become a caregiver? Now, this can be on if they want to m make sure they're the right person, what should they ask themselves or if, if it's something else they need to, to be aware of, what would it be? Okay, well, I think to be a caregiver, care worker, care, care assistant, yes. um, <laughs> to go into the role with an open mind, mm -hmm. absolutely. Have a good sense of humour. Yes. Always. And to look at the person. Always remember to look at the person, not their illness, not mm. their ailments, not their age, but the person to look at them. That's a wonderful bit of advice there. And I think okay. that's, yeah, that's probably it for me, really, those three right. things. I think that's advice we can actually all just take to heart and do on a daily basis. Absolutely. Look at the people in front of us. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please note this episode was recorded one week before the second lockdown got announced in England. If you enjoyed this narrative journey, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Do leave us a rating and review on Apple as we love to hear your feedback. And if you know of anyone who is either in need of a great care provider or looking for a new career challenge, share this episode with them and spread the word on the most extraordinary stories of community transformation. Join me next time for more narrative journeys into creative business ideas.